Coaches. Blow the whistle, ay. blow the whistle, ay. blow the whistle, they can't hold a flame against you, ay. blow the whistle, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, got the game, it ain't no issue, yeah. blowing the whistle, I had enough with you, the championship it is gone, ain't listen to you, I can't give it to you, cause you don't know what I've been on, this is the coaches, podcast, ripping up everything, off that, Hey guys, welcome into the Fantasy Coaches Podcast. This is your host, Steve Pintado, and with me as always is my main manager, Bron Curtis. What's going on today, Jibs? It's going good, you know, just chilling out, getting ready for week six. Got a kind of moving day in some of my leagues, so I'm trying to get some wins this week. I took a beating last week, I'm trying to come back this one. Yeah, you know what, me too. I'm trying to figure some things out. Uh, you know, the rumors out there we're going to get into today are not pleasing to some of my lineups. So uh, trying to rework some things right now, guys. Uh, going into week six, this is, you know, it's still okay. If you're struggling, you're one and four. Don't worry yet. Um, you know, there's still time to turn things around. And, and that's kind of what we're going to be doing here today. We're going to give you guys some start and sit advice for week uh, six. And I can't believe we're on week six already, but... Yeah, we're going to be doing some week, week six starting sets, and for today, we actually have a guest on, guys. It's been a, quite a while since we've uh, brought somebody on, but I'd like to introduce Anthony uh, Reiner from the Fantasy Fan. What's going on, Ant? What's up, man? I'm excited excited to be here with you guys. It's awesome that you guys are also from Jersey. I mean, I'm not from Jersey, but I'm from New York, and I've, I went to school down there, so it's it's nice that we have that together. Yeah, you know the I'm excited area. to talk some football. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And uh, just let everyone know, uh, you know, kind of what you guys do at the Fantasy Fam and uh, just, you know, some of your social plugins there. Yeah, we are the Fantasy Fam. Uh, it's me, my brother, and my cousin, hence the fam name. Um, you can find us on Twitter at the Fantasy Fam. And then I myself have my own Twitter at uh, Fantasy Schven. So my nickname is Schven. Like, it, that's a little backstory of it because it's, it's all over. Like, I'm all over Twitter with it, so why not? And uh, it's been my nickname ever since I was like a little kid. My brother started it, and it's stuck. It's crazy. One of those awesome nicknames. But uh, we actually have an app that we um, – it's in the beta test right now. We think this is pretty cool. Uh, if you download our app, you can go to the Google uh, or Apple Store and download it, um, and you can listen to your our episodes in there. And then also you can link your Twitter and only see our Twitter like feed on there. So I – it's in the beta test, so if you download it, just give us feedback, see whatever you would like on there, you know, any features or anything like that. We'll see if we can make it happen. Oh, that's dope, guys. So uh, if you want to do that, get, uh, go download that. I'm, I'll definitely do that for you guys. So uh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, definitely. And I love the nickname thing. Uh, myself, I've had a nickname since I was like five years old, uh, and it stuck through high school and college and uh, not as much nowadays. I don't hear it as much now, but it's still out there. But it's cool to have a cool nickname that lasts uh, quite a long time. So so uh, let's get right into it, guys. We've got a ton of news to talk about today, and then we'll get into the start and sits. Uh, real quick, guys, uh, obviously Sam Donald out again this week. Joe Flacco will be starting. Got to love that for the Dolphins. Uh, Dalvin Cook, a week six status up in the air. I noticed before yesterday, I think that Madison was almost a lock to start, but then coach was like, oh, well, if he can maybe play, well, we don't know yet. Hopefully he doesn't. I'm expecting him not to play, guys, so don't worry about that. Kyle Allen is starting once again. Uh, obviously, Dalvin Cook did not practice today. Uh, CMC was not practicing yet. Uh, DJ Shark was missing practice. Uh, really irrelevant. Chris Hogan on IR. And Melvin Gordon, guys, uh, charged with the DUI, unfortunately, going like 25 to 30 miles over the speed limit. Uh, you know, he could see some, you know, possible suspension out of this. Um, if that's the case, do you guys like Phil Blenzy maybe the, over the next couple of weeks now? If maybe Gordon's out? Why not? There's <laughs> not enough running backs to go around. If he's healthy uh, and doesn't have COVID, he's in my lineup. <laughs> he's breathing. He's got a pulse. He's, he's starting for me this week, guys. <laughs> that's how bad the running back situation is uh, right now. Uh, let's see. What else do we have for the news worthy to talk? Um there will be no Pro Bowl this year, guys. Uh, I don't know if you guys enjoyed the Pro Bowl or not. There will be teams, but they won't be playing actual game, just activities or some sorts. Uh, any interest in maybe finding out more about this eventually? <laughs> they should just play. Go ahead. I was going to say, if there's, if there's activities, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, 
with like targets and stuff like that for the quarterbacks and like catching things. Like I, I think that could be pretty cool if that's what they decide to do. I, I'd rather watch that than the game because the game they don't even try hard. Nobody's hit it. Like it's just. I want to see their talents come out like that, like hockey. You know what I mean? Like where the all stars. Yeah. Yeah. Still challenges would be pretty pretty cool to watch. And I'll throw in like hey, maybe there's just play some Madden, you know. <laughs> Madden. <laughs> I'll watch that too. They probably they'll probably play the game will probably be more interesting on Madden than them actually playing the game. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah guys, again obviously nothing fantasy worthy, but it was just cool to mention that, you know, obviously there will be no Pro Bowl this year. I'm sure this is something that will probably stick after probably horrible ratings over the years of the Pro Bowl life. It's it's not fun, so but one last thing that we caught last night, if you didn't have a chance though, if you were watching the the Tuesday night football game, which was a like, once in a lifetime thing, uh, Le'Veon Bell. What were you gonna say? It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I love to watch the Bills lose. Can't can't go wrong with that. But uh, it was great to have football on Tuesday. Sucks we don't have football until Sunday now. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. So, but back to what I was saying. Uh, the Jets have released Le'Veon Bell. Uh, paid him basically twenty eight million dollars, I believe it was something like that, for like less than uh, sixteen games and. I think they they have a bunch of dead cap now because of him. Uh, how do you guys feel about this, and where do you think maybe he could land up that would be good for him, and maybe something that wouldn't be so good for him? I, I think I think Buffalo makes the most sense out of any team. I mean, he's got Josh Allen, good quarterback. He looked a little flustered last night. I just think that they he needs a bell cow running back and somebody who can pass block too for him. Uh, so I think that Lev Bell should go to Buffalo. If you're listening, Lev Bell, <laughs> Kansas City. I'm hearing Kansas City all over Twitter. I don't. I don't know. Yes, that would be cool, but like, why do they draft Ceh? I guess would be my question. You know, I, I understand it. He would be out there, but and let's be real, he's not going to get a hefty paycheck, is he? I mean, do you guys think so? Not probably anywhere. He's probably going to take a maybe a couple million dollar deal, maybe if that. I don't know how the how they construct all that kind of stuff now, but um, I don't think so. What about you, Jibs? Yeah, I kind of think it sucks for him. Ideally, like, all the running back positions are kind of filled. Like, even, like, you'll say, like, the Jaguars in the beginning of the season, but James Robinson came to the void, and he filled that thing up real quick. But, like, for me, I, I like to see him on the Dolphins, actually, Steve. Oh, like, yeah, here. Like, obviously, Miles Gaston's been playing well, and he's – Definitely deserving of that, like, role right there. But other other than that, like, Breda, Jordan Howard, like, wasted investment. So, like, he could be, like, some guys who could be fortunate on your team. And a bad landing spot, like, I don't know. Like, maybe the Chargers, say, for instance, like, kind of want to get him in there. They're not really too high on, like, Eckler's going to be coming back this year. We didn't see, like, that much out of the two, the duo between Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly. So, they're a cheap franchise. You get them on the – one-year kind of deal, and then see how it goes. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's really not great anywhere. To be honest, if you consider the worst landing spots, it's almost any team right now besides the Jets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's really all it is. It's like whose backfield is going to get screwed, guys. That's really what we're looking at right now. Um, and hoping and praying it's not the ones you have in your fantasy teams. I know I pretty much have every player on a fantasy team, so anywhere I'm going to go, they're going to get screwed. But uh, I guess football if it will <laughs> Football team. Uh, I mean... I guess, I mean, it, it makes sense for maybe the Bears uh, to, to kind of replace Tariq Co- Cohen. They need that passing get back. I mean, Dave Montgomery's been kind of filling in. He's been okay doing it. But in terms of a football team, I mean, them having that pass catcher back could be really good for them. I don't think Bell would just be a you know a pass catching back. He'd probably get first second down work too. But um, that could probably make sense. It would definitely kill Dave Montgomery's value moving forward. But... Again, it's going to be interesting to see. Hopefully, I don't, I don't know. Who knows what will happen before the weekend starts. Right now, you're probably sitting him at best and holding on to him. Don't dr- drop him because you could end up in a situation that gives him somewhat fantasy relevance. So that's really it. It sucks. But if he goes back to the Jets, he's going to fantasy goldmine. But uh, besides that, guys, there's really nothing else to say about uh, Le'Veon Bell. It's an unfortunate incident. Probably good for Bell. And we'll see what happens moving forward. If he wants to be a backup, I think the Raiders would be a nice spot for him. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, rotational player. It's possible. I just don't. He's probably not going to get a lot of money, so he's going to accept that he's going to get a minimal offer somewhere, probably. Uh, Yeah, who knows? So, 
so moving on, there's no Thursday night preview, guys. Um, unfortunately, because we don't have no Thursday night football, so we can't really do that segment tonight. But uh, Ant did want me to mention today for you guys that there are nine 1 p.m. games and just two 4 o'clock games, and he's very, very upset about this. We were talking about in the chat, he does not like that. Right, Ant? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Like two games at in the afternoon slate, like that's figure something out. At least give us three. Yeah, it's it's pretty sucky. I mean, you can't even watch all the games anyway. But like, still, like, give us something more to look forward to on our fantasy teams than just two games. Right, because that's why they play football. I mean, the NFL players are there for our fantasy teams. Like that's we all know that. <laughs> for real. Yeah, there's, there's going to be so many things going on at once at 1 o'clock, and then at 2 o'clock, it's like crickets out there. It's like whatever. Those two 4 o'clock games better be sexy as hell and not like some blowout or like Chips. some just awful football. Oh. It's the it's the Dolphins and the Jets for one of the two games. Wow. Packer, Packers, Bucks, that. <laughs> okay, that too. That's that sexy. One. That's going to be a good one. I'll be watching the CBS Dolphins-Jets game, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I'm gonna turn off the red zone and just stick to Tampa. <laughs> uh, you're probably better off doing that anyway. It's gonna be a bloodbath, or it's gonna be the most boringest game. I think they're playing in Miami. I have no idea, but it's not good. Whatever it is, so uh, look forward to it, guys. You know, we have two Monday night games, so I mean that's a great that's a great thing, I guess. You know, five and nine or five and eight thirty, you can't go wrong without on a Monday. So make sure Monday's a little bit better. Today's episode is brought to you by Restaurant.com. With Restaurant.com, you can save at thousands of restaurants across the country with just a few clicks. Their dining deals range from $5 to $100, never expire, and cost you a fraction of the face value. Dinner has never been easier with Restaurant.com, used for dine-in, takeout, or delivery. Restaurant.com is offering our listeners 50% off their next purchase by going to www.restaurant.com restaurant.com slash podcast that's www.restaurant.com slash podcast for 50% off your next purchase restaurant.com the best deal every meal so let's get over to the start and sits guys the made segment of the night as you guys know obviously we're going to be doing a bus we're going to be doing a sleeper and we're going to be just doing open discussion tonight uh, as we always do kind of talk about a bunch of players whether to sit them start them over certain people whatever it may be so uh, we'll get right into it. Ant, uh, you go first. Uh, who's your one bust at the running back position this week? So it's it's kind of tough to even mention busts, I guess, during the season right now with everybody either going down or, you know, if he's healthy, you're starting him. Like that's – so – but I think that – actually, I think the Rams running backs, uh, more specifically Daryl Henderson, is actually going to struggle this week. Uh, the Niners have the best run defense against uh, running backs um, – Yes, clearly. Uh, from a fantasy scoring perspective, though, um, they'll be able to throw the ball. I think that it should be a good game for the receivers, and I'll tell you a little bit later why. But for the receivers, um, but I think that Daryl Henderson could bust this week and may not find the end zone. I could see him getting maybe like 60, 70 yards, but I don't see a touchdown. All right, no, I like that choice as well. Uh, it's re- plus with Cam Akers probably being more involved. Who knows what that backfield is really going to be doing right now? So I'll, exactly, I'll... and then Fitzpatrick did pretty well last week. I mean, they couldn't run the ball. Miles Gaskin, minimal. It was you very know, minimal. Really game. Get too much, so it's just hard to trust that rotation back because who knows who's going to be the real guy this week? It could be Malcolm Brown for all we know. So, uh... exactly. <laughs> all right. So Jibs, on to yours. Who is your bust for the week? My bus is going to be Damien Harris, and I know like everyone wants to put their shiny new toy in the lineup this week after getting 17 carries for 100 yards, but the Denver Broncos are a formidable run defense as well. They allow um, 85 yards on average to the team, so we know the Patriots kind of divvy up their carries, but he seems to be the, mean, uh, the lead guy, but they haven't allowed a touchdown or a 100-yard runner since week two as well. So it's not really looking favorable, and hopefully if Cam comes back, you may have to like kind of turn down that touchdown because he may be able to score himself. So it's not really looking good for him, but there's better days ahead for him. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, who knows really right now what Harris's role is moving forward. I mean, it was a great week, but Cam, I believe, is to be back this week. I didn't mention that in the news, but he is believed to be back. I believe he's off the IR now, so... 
It's really unsure how that backfield will look with Cam back there. Could be better, could be worse. We just don't really know. So, uh, no, definitely don't hate that bus there. Uh, going over mine, guys, uh, I picked Kenyon Drake after a, gr- wouldn't say a great week, but a fantasy-relevant week for sure, uh, especially getting that touchdown. It really saved his fantasy day. But um, Dallas is a pretty decent defense there, especially in the run game. They have a pretty good front seven there. Uh, passing game, not so much, but Kenyon Drake in just general sense. Even though this game could be somewhat positive for him, his own well-being, his the way he's been playing right now is just poor right now. I mean, the last week, I mean, Chase Edmonds has saw 45% of the snaps last week. I mean, he's just getting more involved every single week, it seems like. And the passing volume is just not there for Drake. So I really don't see Drake getting, really, all he's going to get is probably the carries, which are between probably 15 and 18. And his passing, he had two targets last week. Chase Edmonds had six. I mean, he's got seven on the season right now. It just doesn't really look good for uh, to Kenyon Drake right now. And if you guys have him, maybe you have to start him. But if you have other options like this, you have to sit him, I think. I think he's going to turn into a bust. And he's going to continue to what he showed us over the first weeks one to week uh, week two to week four. Minimal games under 10 points. So um, I'm picking and Kenyon Drake is my bust this week. And going over the sleepers, guys. Ant, you're back up, my friend. What do you have as your sleeper at the running back position? So, we just talked about the Dolphins. Um, I think a good sleeper this week is Miles Gaskin. If you're kind of hesitant on starting him, I think this is the week that you definitely do start him. Uh, The Jets are giving up pretty much 25 fantasy points per game to running backs right now. Uh, He's definitely a clear favorite, as Matt Breda and Jordan Howard are kind of here on the team. Here's some some snaps from Miles Gaskin. Seems like he's the guy. Uh, So... I can definitely see him going over 100 total yards, maybe like 120, I'm, I'm guessing, 120 to 130, and a touchdown. I'd love that, that's for sure. With all my Miles Gaskin shares, plus my love for the Dolphins, love that pick there, yeah. love that one. Uh, and Jibs, going over to you, my friend, who is your sleeper at the position? Uh, he's sleeper, and he's old, is Adrian Peterson, Woo! and it's because I just like the setup for him. I think he get decent usage in the running game. I guess the Jaguars, I think it will be a close close game. We saw um, him kind of get game scripted out against the Saints and Packers, but in the two games that the Lions were competitive, he did get 14 and 22 rushing attempts. So there should be some flex appeal for managers trying to squeeze in uh, extra running back into their lineups. Joe Mixon got 151 rushing yards in week four. David Johnson had 96 uh, rushing yards as well. So I think there's something to be had with Adrian Peterson this week. Plus the Jaguars give up the eighth most points to running backs so far this year. Okay, Jibs is turning back the time, and we're getting AP as a starter again, or at least a sleeper, guys. Uh, I love that there, Jibs, definitely. Uh, Going over mine, guys, I picked Devontae Freeman. And over the last couple of weeks, uh, since he became, you know, I guess you could say the starter for the Giants, he has been pretty solid, and especially this past week. Um, he played very, played pretty well. I watched most of that game there, and, you know, 11 carries, 17 carries over the last two weeks. Uh, very involved in the passing game, already seven targets in two weeks now. Uh, over 10 fantasy points in full-point PPR leagues right now, and... The Washington Redskins, I mean, their defense is okay. They're a great pass rush, but their run defense, their pass defense aren't the best. And I really like Devontae Freeman to get involved in this game. I mean, outside of Darius Slayton and maybe Evan Ingram still, I guess, it's really no one else. And Freeman saw himself a pretty big role to try to help them win this game last week. Again, I don't expect the Washington Redskins to blow them out, so I would assume they're going to try to run the ball still late in the game because I don't expect them to be up by, like, 20. The Reds, uh, I'm sorry, Washington football team and I feel Freeman's going to see probably 15 plus carries and probably see four or five receptions and probably get a total of over 100 yards this coming week uh in week six so if you're in need of a running back this week uh Devonta Freeman I think is a great uh sleeper start as a flex option this week for you and as always guys it's time for the open talk time you know we're just going to name off a bunch of players and the guys are going to just talk about if they want to start them or not and whatnot so guys we want to start right here James Robinson didn't have the best week last week. Uh, playing Detroit this week, do you poise a big bounce back for James Robinson? Yeah, I'm starting him. Starting him, all right, all right. I like yeah, that. Without a doubt. Yeah, same here, guys. Don't hesitate. Uh, I think on ECR right now in Fantasy Pros, and I want to start doing my rankings for the week, he was like like running back four, three on the week. 
Uh, it's pretty crazy. I don't know if I have him that high, but uh, yeah, he should be poised for a bounce back. I rank him pretty high every week too. Yeah, I mean, I think I had him at six last week. A little disappointing, but uh, I expect him to bounce back, guys. And what about like Cream Hunt and Mike Davis, who were both are considered backups, who were you know thrown in the starting lineup and have been producing uh, over the last three or four weeks now. Uh, tough matchups, both these guys. Uh, any hesitation not to start them? Nope. No. Shut down Davis, baby. <laughs> Zero. Their passing volume is well enough to keep them going, and the, the Browns rushing floor is just absurd right now, guys, so you're good. Um, Alexander Madison, if he does start, which it seems like he's going to at this point, and would you start him over Joe Mixon, James Conner, Kareem Hunt possibly, and Clyde edwards Hilaire? I would start him. I mean, I could uh, right now. I see him as eight in fantasy pros as the consensus, but I think it's higher than that. The guy's a stud. He's a top five running back. I think if he's not on Minnesota, if he's on any other team and he's the bell cow, I mean, he's clearly shown us what he can do. I wouldn't rank him higher than Kareem Hunt, but I would start him over those other guys that you mentioned. I agree. The same man. Um, Madison's a carbon copy clone of Cook, so you're going to get similar production. So other than Hunt, which is basically probably going to be back-to-back for me this week, I definitely have to start over all those guys. Yeah, I actually actually have him over all of them. Um, I I like his ability. He's just a little bit bulkier than uh, than Dalvin Cook, which I like. I mean, you saw him last week, guys. Uh, I mean, he's a stud. And Mixon has his own things going on. James Conner, solid. Clyde with Tolaire, I mean, he's been kind of a disappointment as of right now in terms of a true RB1. And Hunt, even though I think Hunt's obviously a better talent than Madison, the the defense he plays this week is tough. So I would definitely start him over all those guys. Um, I'd be really hard to want not want to, but I feel like just his workload alone should be well enough to be really great this week. And then over the next one, Miles Sanders or Aaron Jones? Who do you start? Oh, Aaron Jones, easily. Okay. Still going with Jones as well. Yeah. There's uh, like only two, there's like three running backs that I would start over Aaron Jones. That's it. Aaron Jones is, I think, ECR 14 right now against tough Tampa Bay defense. I think he's going to be fine. Good defense, but it's the same kind of like thing with uh, Sanders as well. He has a bad um, matchup. The Ravens are okay against the run. He's also got a terrible quarterback right now. Yeah. Jones has Aaron Rodgers. That's yeah, you're true. Right. Like it's a semi like matchup, but still, uh, we still lean Jones, guys. I'm what about still leaning Jones. Ronald Jones? Really good matchup this week, or Marie Mostert with a little bit more of a difficult matchup. If Ronald Jones is the bell, like if Leonard Fournette is not playing, which he hasn't played the past two games, correct? That's true. I believe you believe he's back at practice emergency. though. So yeah, if he. If he exactly emergency, so if he if he is there and he's going to be part of the game plan, maybe I would be hesitant to start Rojo. But Raheem Mostert, I love Raheem Mostert. When he's there, he is the guy. I mean, he showed us last week, like, hey, I'm back. You know, I don't think he scored a touch. He didn't score a touchdown, but he had some decent. He had some decent yardage. So it was like 11 carries for like 90 some yards. Yeah, and then he had some catches too. I think so. I like Mostert. But I liked him preseason. I'm going to go Mostert as well, but uh, Jones is kind of appealing, though. Kind of made me think about that one. Yeah, I'm going. I'm actually going opposite of you guys. I'm going Ronald Jones. I mean, even with Leonard Fournette there, I think Ronald Jones is still going to see at least 15, 12 to 15 carries, I think. And I just think his matchup is really easy. The, the Packers are not as lenient on the run there. And... Rams are actually really good against the run, guys. They haven't. I don't think they've allowed a rush over like seventy-five yards. I believe it was so far this season. I know that Raheem Mostert's in a great opportunity there, but the way this offense has been playing, um, I mean, they got easy wins against the Giants and Jets right now. I don't know if they're for real right now. So uh, I would, I would, I would do the start over Jones. I would pick Jones. Uh, what about Singletary, Antonio Gibson, or Kenyon Drake this week? Who do you got? I really like Antonio Gibson. I'm Gibson. I, I think that Kyle Allen, if he's starting, which I think he might. I mean, I keep saying this. I don't know. It's a completely different team. Uh, he he gave McCaffrey his best season last year, and DJ Moore had an incredible season too. So that's that's like one reason why I really like Gibson. But this is a very different season. 
I don't know. I guess I would still go Gibson because he's the guy there. Even though McKissick does get touches, but Gibson gets the majority. Defend your boy. Go ahead. No, I'm actually not. I'm actually not. Um, and it's not Devin Singletary. I love Devin Singer's t- talent. He's just not being used very well in this offense mm-hmm. here. Like watching that game, they're like they're not like use this guy. Like he's a talent, and they're not. And you watch that game last night there, and you got TJ Yeldon in the game. Like come on, TJ Yeldon. There's a reason TJ Yeldon's the third string right now on the team. I mean, he did perform decent with his opportunities. Yeah, he did. He played well. He did. He did play well. I'll give him that. But Devin Singletary, he's a really great talent, and he's got a great matchup. But I don't trust the Bill, and I'm really scared about this Bills team. We'll talk about why I'm scared about them later. But I would go Antonio Gibson. I mean, he still saw five targets, even though even though JD McKissick saw eight targets. I mean, he's going to be involved in this offense. The Giants have been pretty lenient against the run over the last couple of weeks now, and I picked Gibson if I had to pick one. Weird to say. Hopefully Jesse's not listening to this. Coach Jesse, because he'll rip me for that. But uh, going over the next one, Lions. Pretty good matchup against the Jags this week. I mean, obviously, Jibs, you want to start a, not the AP already. But, um, yeah. and do you want to start AP and maybe uh, DeAndre Swift this week? If there's if, – if I have Kamara, you know, and Josh Kelly or Justin Jackson, like, and they're on by or whatever, and I have AP, I, I would – you're gonna get you're gonna get eight to ten fantasy points from AP, like that is your standard of what you're gonna get. The guy still does it. He still gets you fantasy points. He doesn't put up monster numbers because I think he has what five career receptions. <laughs> the guy's not so. catch the ball at all. <laughs> He's not involved in the passing game. So, I, I I would start him. I would still start him. For where it's worth, they definitely chucked it to him a couple of times this year. It's not much, but it is some. Yeah. Yeah. And I like Swift a little bit, too. The Jaguars give up a lot of – I wouldn't say a lot, but they give up like 40, 40 uh, yards receiving and like six catches to running back. So Yeah, 31 receptions on the year. Yeah, so th- there's something to be had right there. I like Swift, too, as like a deep flex. Yeah, they're definitely. Bottom, they're bottom 10, so they're, they're like a pretty bad team against the running back. They're giving up 22 points. Yeah, I see a, a AP as a possible low-end RB2 this week, and Swift as a as a risky flex option. That could really much pay off if he actually gets involved in this offense, which he started, he started doing a little bit better last week, so after the week prior. So uh, over the next one here now, what do we got? We already talked about Miles Gaskins. Everyone seemed to be on board with that. What about J.D. McKissick? He was kind of one of the only few running back pickups that were actually available out there. Would you throw him in your starting lineup this week? If I'm in a 14 team with, I run a I run a 14 team, two running back, two wide receiver, two flex. Ooh, yeah, so it's pretty deep. So if I have like guys hurt on by, I would be okay with starting McKissick. If why can't he have a similar game like last week? Kyle Allen seems to like throwing to him, and if he's going to play, you know, and Alex Smith, even if Alex Smith's out there, like it's, I I think I would start him, like a deep deep flex though. Yeah, it had to be pretty crazy. I mean, he's got at least eight fantasy points or more over the last three weeks in full point PPR. So if you're looking for some kind of floor in a in a full point PPR, you got one there. You got one, Jibs. What about you? Same. It has to be like super deep league, or I'm just decimated by like injuries in the dynasty. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we kind of let's see. Ant really kind of mentioned their RBs for the Rams already, so we'll kind of skip that. Um, and then Jibs, you mentioned Damian Harris already, kind of. Um, what about Frank Gore against the Dolphins? Dolphins are, I think, bottom six in run defense. Would you want to start him? I'll give him a nod over McK- uh, McKissick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he's going to get the guaranteed touches. Yeah, he'll probably get. He'll probably teeter around 15. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw 15 to 17. I mean, Flacco's probably going to play, right? Darnold's, I don't think, going to play. Yeah. So they're gonna, he's going to give him the ball. I mean, Flacco, he'll, he can throw the ball still, but I don't know. 15 for 55. Let's get it. <laughs> That's what it is, 15 for 55. I like that. Uh, and one last one real quick. Leonard Fournette, any interest? If he plays, or would you be risking that big time? I would start J.D. McKissick over Leonard Fournette this week. All right. 
I actually can't. I can't hate you for that. Honestly, I probably would too. I, I just don't see Leonard Fournette's upside right now. We don't know. We don't know his his role. That's the thing. Like yeah. even when he was healthy, you know, like it's it's too much back and forth. JD McKissick, we know what he's going to give us. I like his floor better than Leonard than Lenny's. Definitely. We also know Ronald Jones has been playing pretty well the last two. Weeks. He has exactly. been. Yeah, it's it's exactly. going to be tough. He's got to do something wrong, which unfortunately sometimes he does. If uh, he had to do something wrong, really give Fournette a big workload, I think, this week, if he plays. All right, so that's the running back, guys. On to the wide receivers now. And Anthony, we'll let you go first. You're a bust at the wide receiver position for week six. So it's funny that you were talking about um, Devonta Freeman before as your sleeper. Uh, but I'm going to go with Darius Slayton as my bust, actually, for this week. Because I think that the – actually, I don't even think because the facts show it is that the Washington football team has a pretty solid secondary when it comes to uh, playing wide receivers and fantasy points. They're giving up like the second or third least points to wide receivers. And Danny Dimes struggles. We know that. They have a decent, I mean, Chase Young chasing after him. The offensive line is atrocious for the Giants. Danny Dimes is going to be running for his life. Chase Young is going to want to tackle him. He's going to, it's a divisional game. He's going to want to bring him down. So I think that Darius Slayton struggles a little bit. Kendall Fuller and uh, Ronald Darby, the cornerbacks for the Skins. And they got Landon Collins back at safety. I mean, their their defense is, and their run defense is actually middle of the pack, so I can see Devonta Freeman having a pretty good game. But their pass defense, I think, is actually pretty legit. So Darius Slayton struggles, and then I will touch up a little bit later on who I think actually does well, though, for the Giants. Ooh, okay. Someone okay. else. Okay, yeah, Daniel Jones is going to get eaten alive out there, so he's not going to have time to throw to Darius Slayton downfield. I'm, so. saying, I'm saying three tor- three turnovers. <sighs> minimum, minimum, minimum three turnovers this week. Now, I like that one there. Jibs, what about you? What's your bust for the week? I'm bringing it back. I'm going to Mario Cooper. Uh, I just don't like the situation for him right now. You can let you lower your expectations. I think you're going to have to start him no matter what, if especially if he's like your number one wide receiver on your team. But I think Dallas goes a bit run heavy with Andy Dalton at the helm, which will be good because the Cardinals gave up the 12th most points to running backs this year. But the Cardinals are significantly uh, better against wide receivers this year. They rank fourth. They only yield 150 receiving yards to the receiving core this year which kind of doesn't play in his favor. We saw Lamb have an explosive game last week, Gal kind of being the uh, premier, like, closer for him. And then Cooper just kind of was just the odd man out. So we're, we may be seeing, like, a receiver roulette. I wouldn't say, like, going forward, but you just don't want to be that guy having the, the one who's not getting the points on a weekly basis. So I just don't think, like, there's going to be a not, a, a not enough, like, production going for all these guys. For the Dallas. Yeah, no. I'm, to be honest, I'm ver- I'm slightly concerned on how Cooper's value will going forward with Andy Dalton. It's definitely somewhat of a concern and in a matchup like that. This week too. Yeah. Peterson. Yeah, that's not a good matchup for sure for Cooper. So uh, I understand that bust there, Jibs. Like that one. Uh, going over to mine, guys. I picked DJ Moore. Uh, DJ Moore obviously was have a good week last week, and he did. And I'm sure fantasy owners are loving that right now. But it's going to come to an end again, guys. I mean, let's not be wrong. I mean, he had five targets last week. You know what happened last week? Robbie Anderson had a 13. DJ Moore has had many targets over the last two weeks than Robbie Anderson had in week four, which was 11. Uh, it clearly shows right now that Robbie Anderson is the wide receiver one on this team here. And DJ Moore is playing as his second fiddle right now. Uh, it's unfortunate because obviously I love DJ Moore coming into the season here. But... Uh, you have to see what the stats are giving you right now, guys. And the Bears are really good against the pass right now. They've allowed one receiving touchdown on the season right now. And I just don't expect the targets to be more than five or six with him this weekend. He hasn't done anything with them so far this season. And against a tough defense, you have to expect that he's going to bust and probably worthy of a sit option for you this week if you can. And going over to the sleepers, get on a little positive note, guys. Uh, Ant, who's your sleeper at the wide receiver position this week? Uh, so my sleeper, and I was kind of toying with this. I'm, I'm trying to think of who to put as a sleeper because chances are you're in at least a two, three wide receiver league, and there's a lot out there. But, like, uh, Christian Kirk actually came to mind uh, when they're Arizona they are playing the, the – they played the Jets last week. He saw seven targets. Uh, that's the most – the entire season for him. Cowboys are awful against the pass. They do not have a good secondary. I'm a Cowboys fan, and they are just – it is 
putrid to watch them on defense at least we'll see how uh andy you know richie cunningham does behind the helm but christian kirk i think that he's definitely a wide receiver three uh definitely a a, uh, a buy fill in or if if your guy is covid yeah definitely uh he's actually he's actually picked things up over the last few weeks now after coming back he from has. an injury uh so it's a positive note there uh jibs i believe you had a similar take on that why don't you tell us about it uh, i'm gonna change it up i'm gonna give the listeners more and i'm gonna go with one of my guys ride or die guys for like dynasty and it's uh Miko hartman we see uh sammy Watkins with the hamstring injury it could lead to more playing time and we also saw how the bills got carved up in their defense isn't as it was last year so if you're need a bi-week replacement, especially like in the three wide receiver leagues. I don't think he's going to be having that much higher ownership. So you go get yourself Nicole Hardman. He obviously does come with some risks because that offense is so potent and you could be the odd man out, but I do like the setup for him this week. All right. Uh, I like that one as well. Don't hate that one at all. Um, for me though, guys, back up here. Uh, I went with LaVicious Chenault. We kind of mentioned him on the, the waiver pickup again. I think Jibs did. He's been picking things up over the last few weeks. I mean, he started with four, four, six, six, and then eight targets this past week. So his receptions and targets are going up over the weeks as he gets more acquainted to the offense. And with DJ Shark's um, status in question, he's going to definitely see more targets. Obviously, the last time we saw no DJ Shark, the offense didn't look as great. So there's definitely concern there. But the play in the Detroit Lions, they're pretty much of a middle of the pack kind of a. Uh, passing game right now. I mean, they've allowed big numbers and big fantasy points to wide receivers this so far this season. Um, they've allowed six touchdowns overall, and they have to pass at some point. This is probably going to be somewhat of a shootout game for lower-tier uh, teams right now, and Chardon should see a big workload and seen probably close to eight targets again this past week, and probably I would consider him as someone I probably would want to start over a guy like I mentioned before, DJ Moore. Uh, the matchup is good enough, and I think the passing volume is there that Chardon should probably be a a worthy startable asset this weekend as a flex option for you. And going over the talk, the open talk guys, we'll get through this real quickly. Do you start all the Dallas wide receivers? I know Jibs, you picked Cooper as a bust, but do you start these guys still? Yeah. All three of them. Yeah. Even Michael Gallup. Uh, I think you could find someone you think have like a <laughs> decent day, like you could bench him, but. I mean, it's tough. This one's a tough one, guys, for me, honestly. I mean, if you if you want to start them and take the risk on it, I mean, do it. They all could produce, but you have to see it for a whole game before you really determine on how this target share is going to go, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you got to start them, start them. So. Uh, going to the next one, Hollywood Brown, Odell Beckham, or Juju Smith-Schuster? Who do you got? Based on previous, like, most recent games, I'm going Marquise Brown because his target share has gone up and Lamar is throwing the ball more. Mind you, Lamar has not looked like himself this year, but he's throwing to Marquise. I mean, he's Mark Andrews isn't getting that much love. I'm very upset because I actually decided to draft him this year. But Marquise Brown, I think I would take out of all those three. Right now, based on everything I'm seeing, is Juju, where the hell is what, what is What is he doing? It's like he's not even out there. That is very true. Jibs, what about you? I'm going Hollywood Brown as well. Like, at least you have the upside to winning you like a week with just like the production or a deep ball. Uh, Odell, it's kind of hit or miss how that run game performs. And Juju is almost on a milk carton, so. Yeah, uh, I'm probably going to have to go Ravens too. Just that the matchup is just the better of the three, and he's reducing on a consistent basis it's not great but it's it's pretty it's a safe floor he has every week it seems like so uh, i'm liking that one as well what about aj brown who had a really strong coming back game last week or justin jefferson who's got the better probably you consider the better matchup this week who do you got i i i like aj brown's floor and ceiling better than justin jefferson i just think that brian Tannehill is looking for him like, Corey Davis, whether he's there or not, it doesn't matter. I don't think that matters. It's Johnny Smith and it's A.J. Brown. Like, those are the two guys he looks for. Occasionally, he'll throw to Derrick Henry, but I just like A.J. Brown. He's he's starting – he's he's actually looking like a number one wide receiver. I think he's playing very well right now. So, 
All right, all right. Jibs, what about you? I'm going A.J. Brown as well. This Vikings still kind of scared me, even though, like, the matchup is good. We don't know how many passes Kirk Cousins is going to have. Like, it could be 25 and maybe 45% of them go to the Thielen, maybe a couple go to the tight end, but he has to make a count. So I'd rather take the number one on a similar run-heavy team rather than number two on a run-heavy team. Although they are playing the Falcons. Just yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. It's juicy. If you, can, if you can get them both in your lineup, if you have them, then sure. I think if you're looking for a huge upside, I think it's Jefferson. I think his upside I think his upside beats A.J. Browns this week in terms of what he probably could do if he has a great game. A.J. Browns going to have a great game. He's going to have a pretty solid floor, I think, for the week. I think it depends on what you're looking for in your matchup this week. It's kind of how you base it. Probably for me, A.J. Brown as well. Uh, but Jefferson's ceiling is could be another huge game for him against his Falcons team. So that's kind of how you have to look at that one. So uh, two players who kind of bounced back uh, over last week here, Landry and T.Y. Hilton. Who do you got this week if you have to start one? I think T.Y. Hilton, he did okay last week. He's only going to be as good as Phillip Rivers. And Phillip Rivers clearly showed us last week against the Cleveland Browns, who do not have a good defense that apparently they do have a good defense. So, but Baker Mayfield, if he doesn't play, then I'm definitely not starting Landry, I'll tell you that. But it's looking like he will play. They're playing Cincinnati, Indianapolis. I, I think it's a good it's a good matchup. Um, the Bungles, I mean, they are – where are they? I guess they're middle of the pack. Not, not too bad, but not too great. So I don't know. Maybe T.Y. What about you, Jibs? Uh, you know it's T.Y. I've been his freaking uh, champion the last three weeks. and kind of hit or miss. He didn't get my touchdown last week, but he did have a, a season high in receiving yards. So it's definitely ugly between those two. So well, I'm still going Hilton. I'm going Landry, guys. Um, I mean, Steelers, they have a strong defense, don't get me wrong, but they haven't been that great in the, against the pass. I mean, they've allowed they passing up. Right. They have been, have allowed passing up. The run's been great for the most part, but the passing, I mean, Odell's probably going to be the main focus. Landry, I think, could see some some, some over-the-middle you know, slot roll stuff, and I think he's going to be somewhat of a better option for me and, and comes to that note. So even if, if, I think, even if Case Keenum plays, I think, I think Landry's okay still. Um, even with, I just can't trust their Lovers right now. That offense looks like they're like, the fifth worst. Yeah. The Steelers against the wide receivers. Yeah, it's, it's not good. So, uh, going over the next one here, what do we got? We got, um, uh, are you starting Chase, Chase Claypool this week? Big pickup this week. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, is he going to have a game like that? No. So you can't expect that shit. But. It depends. It really depends on who I have. I, I think I have him in some leagues or I'm trying to get him in some, and same with you guys probably, but I already have some decent wide receivers on my teams that like already put up numbers every single week. You know, I don't, I don't know what he's capable of after this. We do, but like, it's like, what is, what is his actual role in the offense? I mean, they're not going to have games like that all the time. No, he's not going to have it. That was probably his best game of the season. I'll tell you that right now. Best game of the that season. could be his best game of his career. <laughs> that's true that's true four touchdowns I mean come on who does that like, you've seen it? if Deontay Johnson's out I would consider starting him if Deontay Johnson plays I'm sitting him but he's someone you need to keep on your team because he obviously can do things at times it seems like for this offense same uh, perspective here yeah what about the 49ers wide receivers Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuels in reality here um, haven't really been someone you really wanted to start, but is there any chance you wanted to play these guys? Brandon Ayuk, I would say, is the only one. Yeah. He, I have to. It's a 14-team league. Unless Cam plays, then I'm going to start Edelman. But if Cam doesn't play, I'm not starting Edelman. So I think Ayuk maybe. I don't know. I'm sitting both they, of they them. They use him in the rushing game, that's why, because they try to get him involved. They are playing the Rams, right? Uh, and the Rams actually have a pretty solid secondary. So, I don't. I don't know. I think that Ayuk, if anyone, I would start if I needed to. Yeah, I agree on that. Um, what about? I don't want either. What'd you say, Jibs? 
I don't want neither of them. Uh, I mean, in reality, that's the best option. But if you had to pick, I'd pick an IU. So, what about T. Higgins? You starting T. Higgins this week? Depends. AJ Green's not playing. Uh, I don't think AJ Green playing matters because <laughs> he was still out there when he got all those targets, you know, and had that one solid game. I would maybe start him as like a deep, deep flex or like a wide receiver three if I was like riddled with injuries or bye weeks this week. Okay. Okay. Chips. Yeah. This is Wednesday. A lot could happen by Sunday. We don't, we don't know. COVID could outbreak, you know what I mean? Like four teams in two days. We don't know. Starting somehow. (laughs) No, I definitely feel him because even if AJ Green doesn't play, yeah, you could say he does. He's already been on the field. So like what, He's going to get more reps, but then you see the rotational of Mike Thomas and you see Alden Tate coming in there too. So yeah. they, like to, they like to rotate their guys. They sure do. Um, you have to really want to have – you have to be struggling to want to start Higgins, even though he's a, I think he's a good player. It's just I think this week is a bad week for him. Um, what about uh, Travis Fungham? The, the Eagles uh, wide receiver that probably a lot of people picked up. But you start him this week if – you start him a week at all? You can't expect that every week from a dude nobody's heard of. No. I mean, is, is Rager coming back soon? Jalen Rager's coming back soon? Yeah. They're going to try to use him. He's their first rounder. Yes, they're going to use him. Uh, Zach Ertz. I mean, Dallas Goddard should be coming back in a couple weeks too, right? Like, I, I don't know. I wouldn't start him. You can't ex- – like because you can't expect that every single week and then – if you don't, then you think he's a bust, and then you're going to drop. You know what I mean? So, like, just keep him on your bench. Keep him on your team for right now. I think if you need to start him in short, you'll get a couple catches. I think if Jackson and Alshon don't play again, if you're desperate, throw him in there and see what happens. But after that, I like Greg Ward, actually. In this matchup with the Ravens? I mean, I don't like anybody against the Ravens really right now. <laughs> and the secondary's good. Carson Wentz is not a good quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, I want to champion my uh, my fellow Eagles, but I, I only would start them if all those signs are pointing in, like this Alshon's out, freaking or, um, Goddard. I don't think Goddard's probably going to come back next week. But if Deshaun Jackson and those guys are out, I would definitely consider starting them maybe as like a desperation flex, like in a three-wide receiver league with the flex, okay. obviously. Okay. Um, let's keep moving on here because we're running low on time here. So we're going over the tight ends now, guys. Uh, Ant, give us your first bust of the tight end position. Uh, I I guess you can consider this guy a bust. I mean, he's been a bust ever since we freaking drafted him. And Tyler Higby, the guy's had one good game. And it's like, all right. But then last year we saw, what, a very small sample size of his dominance over like three or four games or something like that. And then he... We thought he was going to – I don't know. I thought he was going to bring it over, too, this season. But apparently he's not. Uh, They're playing the Niners, who have the best defense against the tight ends. So Tyler Higby is going to struggle, but I think Cooper Cup, Robert Woods – shit, Josh Reynolds can even have a decent game. Van Jefferson maybe even get involved. I just think that they're going to try to do something against that secondary, but Tyler Higby may – or Gerald Everett. I mean, I just think that the tight ends, the Niners, defend it the best in the NFL, so – Oh, right. Yeah, uh, I kind of agree with that. Higby's definitely a, a definitely a scary option right now to want to even put in your lineup. So, uh, Jibs, what about you? Who's your tight end bust of the week? Mm, I'm going George Kittle. Ooh. Wow. So, yeah, I'm going to... I thought about it, off the ledge. but you went yeah, high. Yeah, I'm going to go on the deep end, but um, maybe CJ Beathard having a full week of reps will help him out. But the Rams are pretty decent against tight ends. They're not, like, the best, but they're milling the pack. And besides that um, that Bills game where Tyler Croft and Lee Smith caught three touchdowns between each other, they've been pretty decent. Zach Ertz was the highest uh, tight end receiver this year with 42 yards on five catches. The highest uh, receiving output they got was six catches, seven Ingram for 35 yards. So if you're expecting maybe, like, I, I don't think it's possible, but, like, just based off the, like the averages, like maybe six for fifty-five. I don't think that's going to be a solid output for George Kittle, especially given the backup quarterback position. No, I actually thought about putting him as my guy as well, and I was like, no, nah, no, nah, that seems a bit too hot to throw out there. But 
You got hot there, Jibs. I like that one. I'm scared. I'm not scared. What's he going to do? <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. Uh, my bust, I went with Jimmy Graham. And I'm sure people are thinking, well, it's the Panthers. Their defense isn't that great. Like, you know, you know, he's been involved in the offense, blah, 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 blah. Bad week last week, whatever. I mean, it's really hard to want to even start him. He's, uh, I think he's ECR 13 or 14 right now um, in terms of fantasy pros right now. But he's a sit this week, guys. Uh, the Panthers are actually really good in the, against the pass, and they're pretty good against tight ends right now this season here. Uh, they're like the seventh best uh, at stopping tight ends this season, and they've allowed just one touchdown on the year. Um, the way they get screwed is the running game, which I'm sure Dave Montgomery will have a fun game with them. But uh, if you're thinking about starting Jimmy Graham, maybe you had to pick him up. He's like, oh, I got to start Jimmy Graham this week. He's the only option. He's going to be involved. He could end up really much disappointing you this week in terms of fantasy. So um, he's my bust for the week. And going over the sleepers, and who's your sleeper at the tight end position? There, the answer is there is none. But I really stretched. I really stretched for this one. I just think that you're either you're either George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, Darren Wall. You know what I mean? Like you're either those guys or you're just you're you're everyone else. And Dan Arnold is actually one. If you were really really desperate, I think Dan Arnold could have a decent game. The Cowboys are giving up uh, 11 points, roughly 11 points to the tight end. I'm getting all of my information from. The pro football reference, I don't know. They have it based on, like, fan duels or draft. I mean, it's all relevant, I, I feel like. But Cowboys are not good against the tight end. Uh, so I think that uh, Dan Arnold, it's going to be a high-scoring affair with the red rifle back there for the Cowboys. Like, I think, I, yeah, they're going to miss a step, but he can still throw the ball. I mean, there's still the weapons there, so I think this could be a very high-scoring matchup. So Dan Arnold, I could see Dan Arnold going for, like, 30-something, 40 yards and a touchdown. Okay, yeah, I'd be I, that's bold there. I like it. I like that one. Uh, Jibs, you're a sleeper for the week. Let's keep it short. Eric Ebron is another good matchup. He's been very involved in the passing. There is the offense last couple of weeks. Got seven and six targets. Um, the Browns pretty much allow six catches of sixty yards based on averages this year, and Eric Ebron's been floating around about. Five catches and 45 yards the last couple of weeks, so I think there's something to be had there. All right. Uh, definitely. Uh, hopefully he doesn't disappoint like last week, so I'm hoping that. So uh, don't hate that one at all. Uh, for me, guys, I went a little bold on this, I guess you could say, because their production has been very, very minimal this season, and it's it's the Minnesota Vikings tight ends. And, again, it's pick your poison kind of. Uh, I mean, you saw Irv Smith Jr. seen five targets more than any of them seen all season that right now with 64 yards. So you would have to assume maybe he's trying to get him more involved in this offense. And Kyle Rudolph's finally taking the back seat we've been waiting for. Atlanta gives it the second most fantasy points to tight ends. They allowed seven touchdowns to tight ends this season and just about one, I believe, every single week so far this year. Uh, one of them are probably going to end up scoring if that's the case. And... Um, uh, that's my kind of what I'm hoping for. And again, these are kind of more desperate plays because usually these are probably waiver guys. Uh, so if you're looking for a replacement to say, hey, there's a very weak league right now that there's nothing in there. And if you see Irv Smith or Kyle Rudolph, throw them in your starting lineup. Hopefully one of them can kind of go off for you this week. So that's kind of what I have as my sleeper. And a quick open discussion. There's really not much I'm going to say here. Um... Use okay starting Zach Ertz, Evan Ingram, David Schultz this week. Kind of have to, it seems like, but yeah, yeah, you have to. Uh, would you start Robert Tanyan over any of them if you had him? Yes, I would. <laughs> all of them, all three of them. Yes. Would you start him over Kittle and maybe Higby? Probably Higby too, but Kittle at least. I think he's probably third in that group. I think I'm still going to rock with Ertz, but Robert Tunyon's definitely there. Okay, okay. What about TJ Hawkinson now? I love TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, He's got a great matchup too. this week. Would you he start was, him? He's fourth. Fourth. I just, tried to, third. I just tried to trade Chris Godwin for TJ Hawkinson straight up, and the guy rejected me. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would have took that trade in a heartbeat. What? I mean, I like wide receivers in order for me to actually like give up Chris Godwin. God, 
And he said I don't no. Know. I, also, I also offered, offered a guy, the guy Chris Godwin for Robert Tanyan on another team, and he rejected that as well. Yeah, like people must be scared of Chris Godwin. I think people are scared about Chris Godwin's right now. So they all have multiple tight ends on that team too that could, that are serviceable as well. So interesting. Well, uh, you heard it here, guys. Hawk, Hawkinson's got a big play. Um, what about the t- the Tampa Bay tight ends? Any any interest in starting these guys? Really, Gronk or Cameron Brait? I love Cameron Brait. <laughs> I'm a big Brait fan. I've always been a Brait fan for years. Like ever since. Jameis made him, you know, put him on the on the map uh, a few years ago. I, I mean, Gronk, yeah, I thought he was. We, we all thought he was there to block. So did he? Apparently not. I I still like Breed though. If if I'm gonna start anyone, I mean, I've seen Gronk starting, but if they're tight ends, I mean, if you're legit streaming, you could do worse than Cameron Braid. I feel like. Yeah, you're right. Probably, I probably wouldn't start them, but I'd probably lean Braid if I had to. Jibs. I'm sorry, there was a perplexing trade in the Dynasty League I managed. Oh, that's okay. Are you starting any of the Tampa Bay tight ends? No. Okay. Enough said. <laughs> uh, let's go over to quarterbacks now, guys. Finish it up here. Uh, and who's your quarterback bust of the week? So I was actually going to um, touch up on your bust as well, Josh Allen, but I will leave that to you, my friend. I'll go with the other uh, running quarterback. Uh, in Deshaun Watson, I think Deshaun Watson may struggle this week. They're playing Tennessee, and Tennessee kind of made Josh Allen look foolish last night. Sure did. So I think they they play similar type games. Uh, I think that yes, Brandon Cooks, the emergence of Brandon Cooks last week was incredible to see. Uh, Bill O'Brien probably loved seeing that from his couch by himself, um, but. I think Deshaun Watson doesn't finish in the top five. He may even finish out of the top ten. I, I think he's. I think there are other quarterbacks could have big enough games, but he's. I think it's going to be close. It's going to be close for him to finish in the top ten this week. I just think that Tennessee was playing too good, and yeah. Yeah. No, I actually don't don't hate you on that. I have him as a as a worried starter because I mean he's thrown a pick in almost every game so far, and Titans are good at turnovers right now. I wouldn't be surprised. He plays a little wild, just like Josh Allen does. Uh, Jibs, what about you? Who's your boss for the week? Oh, it's Tom Brady. I didn't like what I saw with the passing offense last week. And there may be some time before both their wide receivers are fully healthy. But I did like what I saw out of the running game, like just as you mentioned earlier, that the Green Bay Packers' run defense is kind of abysmal to the production they give up to that. So I think the Bucks will be smart and take that matchup and make it an opportunity for them to be staying in the game. But I also kind of think the Packers, they've just been kind of killing teams, scoring a lot of points this year. So I think they're going to be up in this game. And when that does happen, I think the Packers' defensive line will get pressure on Tom Brady the force turnovers like we've seen in the last couple of games. Yeah, uh, I don't hate that one at all. I mean, the, the Packers have been really good against quarterbacks, and Brady, I mean, he doesn't even know what down it is half the time uh, when he's on offense, it seems like, right now. So I uh, don't hate that one. Uh, my boss, guys, like Ant mentioned a little bit there, uh, is Josh Allen. Um, I, I mean, Josh Allen, I think he's going to put up still 20 fantasy points probably, it seems almost likely. Um, but I think the Chiefs will kind of mimic what they did against Lamar Jackson and what the Titans just did to uh, Josh Allen. He throws a little wild. Um, if John Brown's not playing, there's definitely concerns right now when it comes to that. It seems like he kind of just just lo- tries to do too much in an offense. And Chase's defense is really good overall. I mean, they've been strong all season here. And it's just set a, it's a concern for me to want to start these guys. Uh, I mean, you're probably going to start them, but... I mean, I could see Allen have another similar game he had last week and possibly doing maybe even worse than what he showed us against the Titans. So uh, it's a little concerning. I mean, he's it's definitely a concern overall with me. So uh, I have him as my bust for the week. I have Josh Allen in one league and Kirk Cousins. Completions are one point. Would you start Kirk Cousins against Atlanta or Josh Allen against Kansas City? Oof. I had to start Kirk. Come on, Josh. I had to start Kirk Cousins. I currently have Kirk in. (laughs) I mean, they've had a QB one every week. That sounds awful, but like Josh Allen, like you said, he's he 
could very well struggle. He could have a good game, but Kirk Cousins matchup. But then I feel like that's like, uh, am I starting him and then he's going to do bad? I mean, what did you say? Like the matchups kind of negated with the rushing floor that Allen could provide. I don't think he has a rushing floor against the Chiefs. I don't know, Chiefs. I'll tell you right now, Atlanta has Atlanta has allowed five quarterbacks to have twenty-seven completions or more this season in each game so far. Twenty-seven completions or more. That's twenty-seven fantasy points right there off the bat. So I mean. I don't know how he doesn't throw them in. So the Vikings secondary isn't great anyway. So I mean, I got digs in that league anyway too. So if he throws it to anybody, uh, I'm gonna get those points hopefully. There you go. So <laughs> and let's go over the sleepers real quick. And who's your sleeper for the quarterback position? Uh, my sleeper, and not just because I'm a Cowboys fan, is Andy Dalton, uh, Richie Cunningham, Carrot Top. Put them in your lineup this week. They're playing Arizona. Uh, Arizona's. Whatever, but I actually just looked this up, and the awesome thing is that the Cowboys are actually averaging the most plays per game this season. Uh, I got it from teamrankings.com. I hope it's legit. If it's not, I'm sorry, but they are averaging 74, almost 77 plays per game is what I'm seeing. So if Andy Dalton is in there, okay, let's take it down even 10. Even 64, that's still middle of the pack. So I think the offense is going to be fine. Andy Dalton will be fine with them. They have a very good chance of still winning the NFC East, but that doesn't say much because that division is awful. But Andy Dalton is my sleeper this week. Six wins, baby. Six wins. Six wins. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jibs, what about you? For me, it's Gardner Minshew. I just love the passing volume that he has shown this year so far. He's thrown over 300 yards in back-to-back games. He has four straight games of over 40 passing attempts. While the Lions this year have allowed every quarterback this year so far to score at least two passing touchdowns. So it's kind of setting up in both cases for me. So I like him as a sleeper this week. Okay. Okay. like that one as well. Um, it was really hard to figure out a sleeper. I was telling the guys while we were before we started this. But I went with Baker Mayfield. And, you know, he does versus Steelers. And we mentioned the Steelers are a tough defense. But... Each game this season, they've allowed their quarterbacks to throw at least 250 yards and at least two touchdowns. Uh, where they get screwed is that they've, you know, each quarterback's thrown at least one pick. And if Baker can kind of keep the picks to a minimum, uh, not throw a pick at least, I mean, 250 yards and two touchdowns, that's a, a decent start if you're looking for a starter, especially a streaming option. It's a little risky, but the way that uh, I looked at all these players, I try to get someone outside the top 20 and... Baker Mayfield currently sitting outside the top 20 for me. Um, he could be someone who ends up having a pretty sneaky starter game or sleeper game. So I went with Baker this week, guys. And let's quickly open discussion here. Joe Burrow or Carson Wentz this week? Wentz. Wentz. Yeah, maybe Wentz. Ryan Fitzpatrick over Brady, Matt Ryan, and Cam Newton? Not Cam Possibly. Newton. Yeah, I'm going that. I don't know. If Cam Newton plays, I'm playing Cam. Okay. Oh, well, you already mentioned the Kirk Cousins and Josh Allen, so I'll skip that. Ryan Tannehill over Brady, Matt Ryan, and Cam Newton. In a league, I have Matt Ryan, and Tannehill's on the waiver, and I'm going for Tannehill to start Yeah, him. I'm still going Tannehill. I think if Newton plays, I'll start Newton, but everyone else, yeah. Tannehill. Baker or Rivers? Baker. 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 Andy Dalton over Brady, Matt Ryan, and Cam Newton. Yeah. Dalton. Not not Newton. Not still Cam. not Newton. Not over Cam Newton, though. But, yeah, Brady and Matt Ryan, I'll start Dalton. Okay, so Dalton, Ryan, Fitz, Ryan Tannehill, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Who do you got? Fitz, Tanny, Dalton. Yeah. I'm going Tanny, Dalton, Fitz. I'm going. I'm going to change my. I'm going to go Tannehill, Fids, Dalton. The rules split on that one. All right, <laughs> all right, guys. So that is the start and sits here for you. Hopefully that helped you out with some of your lineup choices coming week. Uh, it's going to be crazy week six. We haven't heard any COVID things yet, which is a positive. Just knocked on wood. So let's keep it going. Um, we do thank you guys for listening and appreciate you jumping on today. This was a lot of fun. You brought a lot of cool insights to the uh, the podcast. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Anytime you guys want. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just let everyone know they can find you again on Twitter and everything like that. Yeah. Um, Sven from the Fantasy Fam Podcast. You can find us at the Fantasy Fam. 
and then myself uh, at Fantasy Schven, and go check out our app. The fan, just search Fantasy Fam in the Apple Store or Google Store. All right, guys. So give him a follow and everything in between. And as always, guys, please go check out our website at www.thefantasycoaches.com. We'll have all during in-season rankings, rest-of-season rankings, articles, you know, podcasts, live streams. We have it there. Don't forget, DFS uh, live stream will probably be Friday, so tune in for that. And we'll have a couple articles from now until until Sunday for you. So, uh, And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at Coaches Fantasy. You can follow me or reach out to me personally at Coach Stephen P., Hot Take Concho. Hot Take guys. So give us a follow. Ask us some questions. We're all glad to help you out. So until next time, guys, have a great one. And thank you for listening. The back is not far-fetched. We got a couple of clock hands. I've been feeling super duper. How the heck they know the future? Come with me, don't be a loser. Grass is green like pooper scoopers. Clueless analysts don't do the half of this. In fact, I'm backing this by asking if y'all remember that tough act interacting. Shh, like boom, running like zoom. The highest and mightiest entered the room. High off the knowledge, I'm feeling the fumes. All players cover this nuts as legumes. Opponents are doomed, and these are the facts. I keep it 100 like I'm running track. I listen up. Jack, I'ma head back, back to the blowing that, blowing that, blowing that, go. The back is.